We are back at it. Back at it. Episode. Uh, we're, we're back at it. Ten. Good. Nine. Nine on nine on nine, baby. Eight. What? Seven. Six. Oh, are you counting down? Five. Four. four three. three two, two. One. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Sitting Ducks podcast. It's your boy Jay Bird, and it's me, Mikey Dunn. I said Jay Bird really weird at the at the top there. Do you want it? Do you want to do it again? <laughs> no, no, I won't leave it. I, I want. I don't. I want everyone to see me being vulnerable right now. Yeah, we're bombing right now, everybody. <laughs> I miss you, man. Um, I miss you too, buddy. Yeah. Even though I played basketball with you yesterday, and I'm I'm talking to you right now. Still miss you for sure. But it was uh yeah. But yesterday was the first time hanging out like that in a little while, right? Yeah, must yeah. Since, since you came back from since North I've Carolina. Been back. Yeah, since you've been gone, we can hang for the first time. So this is uh this is our. <laughs> This is our our ninth episode. We we sat down with Paul and nerded out. We yeah. we got we got down and dirty on the uh, the sequel trilogy of the uh, the Skywalker saga, as Disney's calling it. Skywalker saga, and it's a, it's a saga for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, it sure is. It's not the we we talk about how we don't think it's the most cohesive saga, um, and I think. As far as podcast segment goes, like that's it was not the most cohesive podcast episode. <laughs> this is not no, <laughs> no way. We, we bounced around a lot, like the the movie did, and I think you know if you look at it from the the perspective of art, it's like life imitating it. You know, it's true. The movie Rise of Skywalker. So our intent was to to just review the Rise of Skywalker, and yeah. I think we're all, uh, yeah, because of the chaotic nature of Rise of Skywalker and it just being a hard movie to like enjoy thoroughly. We get into that. We get into, oh man, what what's the word Paul uses? We talk about he, he uses Paul described the movie as relentless, the Rise of Skywalker. So we talk about For that. Sure. Spoilers. We'll talk about spoilers. How, yeah. Sorry. Six. <laughs> don't get into spoilers. <laughs> no, no, no. Say if you want to skip to the end. No, say spoilers like. You're you're spoiling oh, Paul's perspective. Oh, like, oh yeah, we are definitely spoiling this all a bunch of Star Wars movies. So if you have not seen these movies no, 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 or no. you don't care, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying you're spoiling the segment. You're spilling the yeah. tea on Paul's perspective already. They're not going right. to listen to the whole podcast if you give them all well, the details. Well, you know, <laughs> no one listens to the whole podcast. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> we, if you've seen yeah. the people that skip to the end on this shit. Yes, that's true. There's, yeah. 
We appreciate you starting it though. We do and ending it. Yeah. You know, it means a lot. To sometimes us. it's not about what's in the middle. It's about exactly. whether it's. The yeah, sometimes, the it's, yeah. Sometimes it's not about the journey. It is about the destination. Um, but yeah. I, you got to listen to this one all the way through because there are, are ads. Um, and I'm sorry, but please, there's some ads on this one. Yeah, um, you can't have a Star Wars podcast and not have ads. It's just the seriously. Disney policy. It's a Disney policy, man. People, people are you know lining up to sponsor us and bringing Disney on board. It's like we're a magnet now. Yeah. Um, but before we go to ads, um, I want to promote, uh, our next movies with Paul, uh, mm. which do you want to save are, it for the end? We can say, what do you mean? Save it for the end. Like, oh, at, right. Cause we're, we just kind of end, we just kind of end the podcast where it ends. Oh yeah. 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 Cause they, they like that, in the, yeah. in the conversation, like we're not doing an outro, right? Right. Yeah. Is that cool? Okay, is that cool? cool. Okay. Cool. No, no, that's fine. Just, okay. just double checking. Okay. Um, sorry. No, yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Our next movies with Paul, we're going to uh, not review so much as compare. Uh, does that make sense? Or those do those words make sense? We're going to compare. I think we're just going to do like a parallel. We could call it like a parallel conversation of Clueless yes. and Batman and Robin. Yeah, we're going to so compare. So we're going to watch both movies. movies. Yeah. Both Alicia Silverstone like badass movies, by the way. Mm, uh, both mm-hmm. movies she kills it. And we and I had no idea until we started talking about it before when we came up with the the idea to watch this, both those movies that that Batman and Robin, the George Clooney Batman and Robin, the mm-hmm. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy Batman uh, Batman and Robin, the Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze Batman and Robin and oh, yeah. the uh What's the woman I just said before that's in that? Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Mm. Yes. This is a star set in Clueless. And I've never seen Clueless. Yeah. So this will be this will be fun. This will be fun. All all around. I, I love Clueless. I love Clueless. I've seen it a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um there's a young Paul Rudd. Oh, get out. And get out. Yeah. I love Paul Rudd. Yeah, and uh Paul Rudd's great. He's that was like one of his first. I don't know how if it went like What Hot American Summer and then he got Clueless. I'm not sure in the order of that, but he was great in Clueless. I remember Brittany Murphy was in it. She was awesome. I'm so excited about both of that 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 episode. I think we're gonna have great conversation. Yeah, I've seen both of those movies more than I. I don't know more than I would probably guess that I would have seen them, um, but. Hey, yeah. it's, it's probably time for us to break for some some capitalism. Get those dollars in our pockets, y'all, and and listen to these ads. Gotta eat. <laughs> What's that smell? You know that smell, you dirty little hippie. What? Who? I I wouldn't have asked the questions if I knew, dude. Oh sure. Okay, I'll play your game. Game? What the? It's your scalp, bro. Scalp? Your scalp stanks. Bet you've got some flaky-ass dandruff, too. Get the fuck out of my house. Nah, your mom called us. I'm Chad with Scalp Help. We're gonna clean your scalp, bro. We come into your home and clean your dome at your convenience. Clean and dry within 15 minutes or your money is fed to a zebra. That's right, none of us will get to spend it. And for an extra $10, we'll even feed that zebra to a shark. Why? Because your scalp is fucking nasty. Call us, and we'll come and clean your fucking head, you dirty hippie. I'm sorry. I love you. What?
Um, you what? I'm your new dad. Use code. Uh, hey, I'm looking for Chad to get 10% off of your first cleaning. Hey, all of you lonely hearts out there. Quarantine has been a tough time for all of us. Over the course of this pandemic, the creators of Tinder conduct nationwide focus group studies and asked what you lovebirds are desperately wanting during this quarantine. They utilize that data to create an all new service, Nizamore. Nizamore is a brand new dating app here to answer your lonely heart's prayers. It uses Tinder's groundbreaking swipe system, but get this, Every profile exclusively contains photos of an individual's knees. That's right. Knees and more is all about that sexy and seductive little area where your thigh meets your calf. Behind closed doors, we all know the knee is the most romantic and captivating part of the body. Sheesh, even I can't fall asleep without getting a little knee slap in. Be proud of your good-looking pair of knees. Take your gorgeous knee pics for your profile from any angle. And don't be afraid to show a little skin. Knees are more asks that you be flexible. Because a locked knee means a locked heart. Love is, after all, a J-O-I-N-T effort. So lead with your best knee forward and find your perfect match on knees are more. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so what are you waiting for? Download Nizamo today and use code LOVEDIRKS. I'm not going to spell that. You'll just have to guess. That's code LOVEDIRKS to get 10 free matches one last time for 10 free matches. That's code LOVEDIRKS. Don't burn your house down with those matches. Wow. I, I know for sure that uh, those paid the bills because uh, yeah. I paid my bills. Yeah, man, I can finally buy toilet paper um, again. Them's paid the bills. Well, I know. I also know that everyone's going to really uh, enjoy this episode. I'm excited to bring it to you. Yeah, this is a blast. I had a lot of fun reminiscing about Star Wars in general, too. And Paul's so knowledgeable. Paul is a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And uh, super fandom, so. Becca, have you seen the three movies that we reviewed? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have. Cool. Oh, The Kiss, right? The, the kiss. kiss. The kiss at the end of that one. Yeah. Between yeah. the guy who died. Yeah. And then, yeah. So this is great. This is another great reminder that uh, spoilers, spoilers ahead. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. spoil this movie for you. That's been out for a year. If you haven't seen it already, so. I hadn't seen it. No judgment. No judgment there. Yeah, no, we don't. No judgment. And if you didn't see it, this is this is still an episode for you for sure. Yeah, because yeah. there's jokes inside inside of it and sound effects. Yep. Yeah, and there's sound effects and there's some music on this episode. Yep. Fantastic. This episode's got it all. <laughs> it's it's just like Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. See, it's a social commentary on Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Enjoy. Enjoy, everybody. The Sitting Ducks Podcast presents Movies with Paul.
So my brother grew weed over the summer, and I rolled a small joint wow. and smoked the whole thing, thinking that it wouldn't be as potent um, as like the medical grade stuff. <laughs> but boy, was I wrong. So I am more high for this than I was watching the movie last night. Um, but it's just a mm. way different high because that weed lemonade, man. Yeah, I took I took mm. more than I usually do yesterday. To oh, shit. Like, to go all out for the podcast. Hell, yeah. Good. I don't think I took enough because it, it, uh, it read as 125 milligrams THC. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that right? Um, so I drank like a quarter of the bottle. Holy shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, like up to the label. Um, I don't know how much that was, but, you know, I was just guesstimating. And it was a, I took a shower within that hour of drinking it. And then got back to the couch or was making food and then, yeah, had a really nice sensation when it uh, kind of started coming in. It was very, very, like, a happy, happy That's high. so funny because, like, a bottle will last Olivia and I, like, a month because we each do, like, <laughs> at, at the very most, we've done two ounces. Nice. Which is, like, a yeah, shot. I did not measure. <laughs> That's about what I did. A little more than that, I'd say. Yeah, it's it is a very happy, very happy high. Like I was, I was, yeah. I, I, I again enjoyed this movie, but um, differently. I don't usually do edibles either. As far as the sugar, probably involved with it as well. I don't know how much of an effect that has. It's it makes me want more because it is very delicious. It has a very. You guys can probably talk about the aftertaste more than I can, but like, in during my shower, I was like. Yeah, I, I definitely find myself like, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's it the lingers. bitterness, yeah, the bitterness, yeah, the bitterness lingers for sure from the lemonade. I don't know. I kind of like it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Paul, how is this movie for you? I both feel exactly the same, but also enjoyed it more. Like I, I don't think it changed my mind about the movie. For sure. But I definitely enjoyed it. So I, I don't know. I wrote down some notes that we can get to. Me too. Oh, nice. Um, also, I want to clarify something from the last time uh, when you mentioned Travis Scott and I said he was a, a trumpet player. I was yeah. I was thinking of Christian Scott, uh, who, okay. who is a trumpet player. I know that for sure. I would say those two first names are like in the same genre of first yeah. name. <laughs> um, thank you for the correction, Paul. I apologize to yeah, put it in the show notes. Viewers for uh, yeah for not including that earlier. Yeah, we need an, um, we need to invest in an on-site fact checker during episodes. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, we are we're hiring a producer yep. or um, intern. So hiring, hiring, hiring. Uh, yes, we will pay you. Can you, you. hear me winking, listeners? <laughs> yeah, we'll pay you in wow. something not money, but green. Yes. It was a very audible wink, Paul. Can we go one more? Wow. Was, thank you. The last one was a blink. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So Snoke wears slippers. Did you guys know that? <laughs> did you learn Wait. that in this movie? No. That's so a... I watched all three. Mm-hmm. I did too. And 
when Snoke gets cut in half later on, you know, there's a shot of his body falling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I all I could see was when the when his torso, not his torso, his legs fell over. The slipper fell off his shoe and was just like <laughs> loosely on. I was like, "Oh, mm. Snoke's a slipper guy." That's hilarious. What color are the 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 slippers? They're gold, just like everything else he has on. They're very Incredible. like elaborate looking. Yeah. Star Wars slippers. I think that yeah. might be my favorite duel of the sequel trilogy. Oh, for sure. It's it's hands down the like the best fight of the of all three movies. What's the what's the first one that comes to both of your minds? What fight scene in, in best, the, the best favorite Star Wars fight scene of all time? All like, time. Or if you want to go, I I don't know if I could make it top three. I'd probably just start naming off iconic ones and not ones that I actually liked. But there's but yeah, does there any that come to your mind? Oh my god! Off the bat, my favorite is the Duel of Fates, like the end of Episode One. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just it's, so yeah, it's yeah. good. It's so yeah. Yes. Episode One is. That's like my low-key favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, right? I mean, if there's one good thing to come from the prequels, it's that song and that fight. Like, it's just but so pod good. racing. Oh, and pod, pod racing. Pod racing is <laughs> fucking amazing. Did you ever play the N64 video Hell game? Hell yes. That pod- game was awesome. That they was, just remastered it for PlayStation. That was the jam. But I've thought about that too, though, because not to go off on a tangent too much, but let me know if you agree. Um when people would ask like what's your favorite star wars movie i always said episode one because it's my most nostalgic one because that's kind of like our generation's first star wars movie in the movie theater that was kind of like ours it was it was so, cool to be that age when it came out too i'd say that's prime yeah. prime age we like not too older, not old like, enough to criticize it was it was made for us it was yeah a hundred percent yeah that's true i i would love to watch that pod racing scene with some of this lemonade. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, my favorite scene in this episode nine is definitely the desert like storm chase mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. It was like it was like I forget the name of the place. It starts with like a P or something, I think. But Pasana? Something. Is that it? Whatever it is, it had like the whole scene was like very Mad Max vibes. Yeah. Um That's the the planet that the party was on. Pasana. Yeah. Yeah. It's and Pasana. there's like that. Yeah, there's a line that like Oscar Isaac and the other guy have John Boyega. 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 Uh, they like have the line of dialogue with like they fly now. <laughs> yeah, they they fly, they now, fly yeah. now. I was like, that was oh, a great, se- great line, and also like uh, always, uh, oh, never underestimate a droid or something like that. There was like it was like a great like moment in the movie where like there was like there were there were these callbacks. Yeah, other parts of the movie, but so, it was also a really great action scene. I have a theory on that specific. Um, what was the line? Uh, Never underestimated droid. Yeah, it was uh, what I think uh, Leia tells Ray. Yeah, so I, I've got a theory that they they wrote that line in just to like mirror the the lines that they had, right? right to to make it fit better. But I, I say that because one of my the biggest problems with this movie is that like a lot of the Leia scenes don't make sense. They're just kind of like mm. saying lines to each other that like don't progress a the story. They're so yeah. shoehorned in. Like yeah. I get why they wanted to do that to respect her, but it's so obvious. 
There's there's yeah. one scene specifically that that really stands out to me, a scene where it's just uh, Leia and Ray, and in the first shot of the scene, it's I think it's the first time I've really seen like blocking like character blocking in a scene. So Ray is on her like knee on the ground in and, the foreground. Yeah, I think so. And Leia's looking down at at her. Yeah, and it's clearly like. Leia was looking at a droid when they originally filmed this for the first movie. Two things, as far as my notes go. So I have like two pages of like front to back page of notes, right? My main note at the top right here. You can't, I don't know if you can see it. It says main overall mm-hmm. on the entire movie. It's really weird slash distracting watching fake Leia. Like oh, I just yeah. can't not, I get so taken out of the mm. the movie when she's in the scene. And all I can keep thinking of is like, oh, what a, what a task like for her to die right at. Like they obviously committed to these this series and not to get like into like the business part of it, but like they all committed on this like huge movie. I looked it up. The movie was like two hundred and seventy three million dollar budget for this movie. Wow, it's insane. It's so wild. I think the the only one that I saw above it was I think Avengers whatever the end game was yeah. was like three hundred some something billion dollars so wild crazy anyway so a lot was invested in like all these movies and then she dies and right what do you do they should have just not killed luke like at the end of uh, the last jedi yes yeah so at the like they obviously the movie was he was supposed to die but she died before it came out they could have easily recut it so that he doesn't die Mm -hmm. and have him come back how do you kill leia then I don't know. Yeah. Right. Write her off. What happened to Leia? She. Oh my God! You're never gonna believe it. <laughs> she. She was. She was eating dinner, and she was like. She was like, No, I want to be alone when I eat tonight. And oh my God, we went into the. We went in. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, we went into her room. She choked. She choked to death in her room. Oh, Someone no. put blue milk in her coffee, and she's allergic to blue milk. Jeez. Um. But yeah. <laughs> <Anyways>. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great performance. How do you kill Leia? <laughs> I definitely felt actually dark. It, I'm sorry. As soon as the movie started, I felt like there's a whole movie between this and the last one that is missing. Like I like the Last Jedi. I really like it. It's probably my favorite of the three that came out. It was good, just because it was so different. And it has my favorite parts from the new trilogy and my least favorite parts from the new trilogy. The whole Finn and Rose storyline is just terrible if you ask me yeah everything else i really like i find it unnecessary too and well and then it felt stranger to sideline her in this movie yeah she has like two lines maybe yeah. and nothing is ever referenced from the last movie she's just like they should have just made it four movies they should have been like jj wants to take it to this direction let's let him do two more I mean, it would have been weird because it wouldn't have been a very Star Wars layout, but it would have given us a better story, I think. Right. I I agree 100%. There's just like no... It's They're so disconnected, all three of these movies. Mm. Yeah, and there's no do you like? Are we really supposed to believe that the whole Palpatine story was like set from the start? It, it wasn't. <laughs> You know, you know what's uh, you haven't been watching the Mandalorian, but the Mandalorian is gonna single-handedly fix all of Star Wars. I, I I'm like ninety-nine percent sure of it. So far, it's been like 
just picking up all the pieces oh, and yeah. like fixing everything. The reason why the Mandalorian works in comparison to like these movies too. And the reason why the earlier Star Wars movies I think work a little bit better is this movie was so rushed. Like we're talking about like we didn't really was this was this ending really predetermined right. or did they kind of find it a little bit more and it feels like you know, go, even like the Rose and Finn story maybe took up a little bit more time. I think they could have maybe paralleled the Rose and Finn story with the Poe and I forget the woman that it seems like he had a old relationship with when they go meet Babu Frick. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever her name is, Carrie Russell. I forget her name, but like that seemed like a really interesting story too. Like I would have liked to know a little bit more about that. That just kind of like happened in the first part of the movie, right? Or that was that wasn't from Last Jedi. Am I crazy? No, that was it was never brought up before and it okay. is never brought up again. Right. So there's just and but it, the reason why the Mandalorian works is just because the pace of it it can be yeah. really slow and I really appreciate that about I think movies in general when people can kind of just like like get in a moment and let something breathe and like you know um instead this movie my least favorite part about the Rise of Skywalker was just the pacing of everything. Like there's some really cool moments like that desert chasing that I was talking about on that, on that world. Like that whole world was really cool. Um, and they stayed on it for a while, but a lot of the rest of the movie is like, just kind of like, I don't know. It feels like it's relentless. I remember being in the theaters relentless. And I just remember like after the scene on Exegol or whatever, like the, it just, the movie doesn't let up until like 25 minutes in Right. And I just remember like being out of breath watching this movie. I was like, oh my God, this is, can we breathe yeah. for a second? Like, can we have some Jedi meditation at some point? <laughs> for real, man. So seeing it uh, in the theater um, on Psychedelics, dude, it was... Relentless, Paul. Really. Relentless is a relentless great way to <laughs> on, describe on it. On acid, this movie was relentless and yeah, I can't imagine what that must have been like for you guys. Like I was truly 100% incredible sober and, transformative. and I was like out of breath. Dude. I think I called it like getting fucked in the face. Like it was <laughs> st- like star Wars, visually, like fucked, yeah. it, fucked us, fucked us in the face visually for like a good while. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, My face was sore. Sensory <laughs> overload. But I mean, it was beautiful. Everything it was like I just. But love. that's where the ride kind of yeah. Yeah. So like one of my notes that I wrote down is that suspense is way more suspenseful when you're high, because mm-hmm. I feel like the there you know that scene where Kylo's ship is flying towards Ray and then she does a backflip over the ship. Favorite that, part. Yeah. That to me was the longest scene I've ever watched. Like it was just Dude. going on forever. It's like wow. When is he going to catch her? And it was just like, it, I felt like it just kept cutting back and forth between shots for like a half an hour. Yeah. yeah. And I know it's not that long. It, when when Ray like steps off and is just like kind of staring off into space, it, it, it makes no sense. Uh, but it's like, that's when she's like connecting with the force and it happens and it happens a lot. And it's just like yeah. really awkward. She just like yeah. stares off into space and starts walking in that direction. And yeah. I'm watching it with Becca and she's just like, why are they letting her do this? Like, you're <laughs> going to get everybody killed. And then she does that. Uh, she electrocutes the ship that we think Chewie's on. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. I got a note about that. <laughs> Hit us with it. 
So I'm going to read you verbatim what my note says. Yes. Ray should have killed Chewie. Then she could have learned a valuable lesson. Don't kill your friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. What I meant to... Uh, so I was high when I wrote that, obviously. Um, <laughs> what I meant by that was like she... Like a character learns from mistakes. And if she had killed Chewie, she would have learned that she needs to control herself. But then... The next scene is like, ah, don't worry, Chewie's alive. You don't have yeah. to learn any lesson. Literally, the next like you scene. You need you need stakes, right. or else people aren't gonna like the characters. Right. I mean, the characters grow because it's on the on paper, but like in a real world, you need them to like feel the uh, the pain. What, you gotta feel yeah, the, the pain you, with. You gotta them. feel the pain exactly. Yeah, she had like a lot of small transformative moments throughout this series and like it's hard to account for like one big moment like in the old star wars movies again i haven't even seen the old star wars movies in a minute but i know there's that scene between luke skywalker and yoda that's like this transformative moment yeah. for him as a character um losing obi-wan like uh you know what i mean I don't right think doesn't, i think we like, saw ren have more luke, moments like that like, I'm sorry, he, Kylo. He's sure. hands down the best character of this whole thing, of the whole trilogy. He has the most yeah. like character yeah. development. He has the most depth to his character. He's not just good at everything. Yeah. He saves it. He saves it for me. And then they kiss at the end, and it's Dude. fucking stupid. Yep. Becca was floored. She did not see it coming. It's so dumb. <laughs> I remember uh, coming into this movie after the... So speaking of psychedelics on a movie, like it was definitely more of a visual experience than it was a uh, an experience about the story. Yeah. Because obviously as we're talking about it, you can imagine it's kind of hard to follow the story if you're... It, just in general, because it it's just impossible. happens so fast. But I remember saying, I wrote this down last night, was confused on Ray and Ren's relationship. At first, I wasn't sure if they were siblings or cousins. Finding right. out they're not related was helpful during uh, most recent viewing. <laughs> um, so, like, I just had, I mean, I know that was kind of the whole thing, right? Like, their relationship was kind of mystic, like, a um, uh, mystery throughout right. the first two movies. And then in this one, we find out that they're not related. Because there's also, like, feelings, like, I was remember in the first show, I was like, is Luke her? Like, did Luke sleep with somebody? Like, what's happening? Like, I didn't know where she was coming from. And they yeah. obviously left it open-ended. Um, Paul, what would you have done there? Uh, not have them kiss because it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I get that she sees the good in him throughout the whole trilogy and blah, blah, sure. blah, but like at no point does she seem to have like sexual feelings for him. Right. And like, I get that it's, it could just be, oh, it's just a kiss, but like they, they fucking make out. Yeah. And then he, and then he dies. It's just so bizarre. She sucked the rest of the life out of him. I could I could just see that was just so clearly fan service. And it it was just dumb. It was so dumb. It was very dumb. There are some decisions that are made in this movie that that I have my head scratching or have me scratching my head. Uh, <laughs> my head is scratching itself. It's um why in the hell is Maz Kanata a puppet? Which one's Maz Kanata? I'm sorry. The the orange creature. Just, um, Or-Orange Yoda. Yeah. 
with the oh, eyeglasses. Is it, is yeah. it, oh, with the, I think the Lupita Nyong'o plays her. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I right. Think that she's she an animatronic in this one. Yeah. Is she? I think oh, wow. it was just they were just like JJ. Here's a a bunch of money. Do whatever you want. Two hundred. Wait, let me get the exact number again. I had it up here. Two hundred and seventy-five million dollars just for this movie. <laughs> He's the like, first right, Star Wars movie was me. eleven million. Eleven million dollar budget. It's fucking crazy for the first Star Wars. So Second movie was thirty-three. Yeah, it's crazy. I I almost like I love J.J. Abrams. I love almost every movie he's ever done. Uh, <laughs> I I love this movie too, but it's it's not my favorite. And like, right. I hate to shit talk him because like, like I know he's how genius, diff- yeah, and I know how difficult it is to make a movie that everybody likes. But like, oh yeah, I don't. It's just I feel like I don't want to say like they phoned it in because I I know they didn't, but like it almost feels like. It was kind of phoned in. Like, the, they yeah. were just like, eh, it's the last one. Let's just put a bunch of shit in it that everyone wants to see. And then we don't have to think about it anymore. Like, it just yeah. felt like something you'd see at Disney World. Or, like, yeah. experience at Disney World, kind of. Um, and and that's the whole other thing, too. If you're making a movie through Disney. There's going to be a lot of focus groups that make this movie the way it's the way it ends up, ends up shaping to be. Right? right? Whether it's executives or people. Like, they go through everything. I'm sure they go through every single like analytic of like what people are liking into bet- from textiles to colors to everything, you know? Um, it, oh yeah. And, right down to them kissing at the end. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well we really want to see this. I don't know how much creative control does someone like JJ uh, Abrams have in this movie. Well, that's the, that's the problem right there. Like what you just said is there's so many people like, I don't want like when I say like they phoned it in, I don't want to blame jj abrams for that because it's not his fault and if he ever listens to this episode because i know like you guys got a, a wide audience so like his, his cousin, i don't want him to... uh, i went i went to school with his cousin's daughter um pj abrams so, right pj abrams yeah yep. yeah and uh she's i don't know he's, he said he's looking for new stuff to listen to right Holy so they're shit. gonna when they make a movie about this podcast he'll probably <laughs> direct it but no, it's to me it's it's too many cooks in the kitchen, which is the problem right. with a lot. Like that that seems to be always the problem when something like this. Um, There's no risk. The, the original trilogy, George was George Lucas. Mm-hmm. He had the idea. It was his idea, and that's it. The prequel trilogy, same thing. It was George Lucas. No one pushed back against him on anything, which is why it was. <laughs> slightly lesser than the original trilogy yeah but like didn't, but it still had it, it's overall like he right. knew what was going on i mean exactly it was he, his to fail right exactly didn't didn't his wife help him uh edit the original trilogy and is uh heralded for for uh saving saving it from uh, who was it was it his wife uh, i personally don't know i the, it, it only stuck out to me because uh, I guess you know they split up uh, before the the prequels, so there was really nobody to keep them in check. Yeah, it was her, That's Marcia funny. Marcia Lucas. the The big thing is that like George Lucas had a vision for the first trilogy, he had a vision for the second trilogy, and then for this trilogy, he had a vision, and they were like, "Ah, fuck that, we're gonna just reboot it." And then after they yeah. rebooted it, they were like, oh, but actually we want to finish what you did. 
So like, right. it was just too. too I mean, is that what he wanted? It's Palpatine to come back. No, no. So according okay. to like the rumors, was he had planned for this trilogy to go into like a micro universe of some shit. I don't know. Okay. I didn't, I didn't read all of it, but it like, I think it was gonna really focus in on the midichlorians thing that he he started, started. in the, the prequels yeah yeah i have no idea what his overall vision was but something mm. some fucking weird thing like that that people would have hated but it probably would have been more cohesive right would have felt more star wars at least yeah exactly. i mean not that this didn't but it, it you know it didn't at uh, at times do you guys think okay. that there was a moral uh, to this this story specifically? Yes. Plan out your trilogies <laughs> before you start <laughs> filming them. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What the fuck was the moral of... The moral so, of the last movie was uh, anyone can be a Jedi. And then the moral of this movie was like, just kidding. Only Rey can be a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets to to be a Skywalker now too. So strange. Mm-hmm. Um. So J.J. Abrams directed The Force Awakens, and then why didn't he just direct all three to begin with? He wasn't supposed to. Di- he was only supposed to direct the first one. They wa- they hired him to okay. set up the universe. Because okay. like that's what I he see. does. That's what he does best. Is like he's he's all about yeah. the mixture mystery box thing. So like he's a perfect person to to set up a universe because he'll put a bunch of mysteries in the first movie and then have an, another director come on and and uh, figure out those mysteries. But then the problem is they brought him back to solve his own mysteries when someone else had started to right. solve them for him. So it's kind of like he started building a puzzle and then someone came and built a little bit more of it and then he came back with another puzzle and tried to fit those pieces in right and it just looks like a fucked up puzzle <laughs> you have you have the empire state building and the statue of liberty in one puzzle yeah the 3d puzzles <laughs> like yeah right it's now. they're both new york but yeah it doesn't Pick work one. come on <laughs> they look better separate <laughs> what are we doing no, so, I, yeah, I think I think it sounds like it's, yeah, it seems very, uh, like you know, there's a reason trilogies usually, I in my opinion, uh, again Exist. work or don't work, and that's usually because there's a single singular kind of creative nucleus that's driving the 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 piece or the series from beginning to end, right? And television is really good at taking that initial kind of like director setting up the world and kind of going with it. But movies, for some reason, it just doesn't work as well, it seems. Because um, you have so it, much less time, I think. Yeah, there's no time for any sort of character development in any of these movies. This movie would have worked if there was one or two more movies before it. Setting right. up like, oh, sure. everyone's friends now. No one was yeah, friends. Poe hadn't met Ray until the end of the last movie. And now they're best friends in this one. Every, yeah, we, we, their entire relationship developed off screen. What the fuck is oh. that? <laughs> what has what uh, the thing I think Star Wars didn't think of enough, and even, especially the fact that Disney's a part of it, 
you're 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 Disney. If you're Disney, you have your hand in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Mm-hmm. And what they're doing with story and movies right. and developing worlds, and then you just have Star Wars in your other pocket. So we have one big franchise that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then we have Star Wars in another pocket, and we're just like. Do we have like how many movies is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Do you, do you one of you? I do not know. There's like oh my god, tw- you would know something. Twenty two or something like that. Yeah. It's so up you have twenty two, yeah, twenty two movies to make Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then there's like now nah, we're gonna cap it off at nine. Yeah, like they what they tried <laughs> could, to do the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe ending, but without yeah, twenty three all the build up twenty three. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a weird number. It's number like twenty three. What like? It's just a weird number, right? It's a weird odd number. It's like, but like, no, we need it to be nine because it's one two three one two three one two three. Right. It's like you you already bought it from George Lucas. Just like go crazy with it. Like he gave it to the fan. He gave it to the fans. You you know what I mean? Just like having John Williams with it though. Thank God. If this shit did not have John Williams doing the score, this entire if he did if John Williams died. They might as well just been like, yeah, the whole thing's over. Sorry. Like, we're just going to start new stuff now. Right. Yeah. There's no CG John Williams music. He Hell can't really no. fix that one. And like how, how in depth he goes with like themes and things like that. Like I, I, I heard that like the, the Ren theme mm-hmm. and the, the Ray theme, they're scored similarly, but like to juxtapose one another. Like he was that, in, he was talking, I guess JJ Abrams wanted Ren's theme and Ray's theme to kind of be similar but different you know like kind of like odd concepts i guess but you can do that with music you can give odd concepts and people right. can kind of interpret it um they, but yeah they do it. something Just, similar with uh with ray's theme and the emperor's theme they kind of like they're in the i don't know if it's they're in the same key and if you put them together and slow down ray's theme it sounds like the emperor's theme so oh, like wow. maybe mm. that was his idea all along but if uh, that's the thing, like, I as much as I like um, the the Last Jedi, I kind of wish that they just had JJ do all of them. If you, if they were gonna right. come back yeah. to him, then just have him do all of them. So that way, I agree. Because like, I loved the Last Jedi, but this movie kind of ruined the Last Jedi. Yeah, for me. totally. Uh, it's such a different tone, and I I agree with that. I actually think the Last Jedi is great. Kind of going back to pacing. Um, being at those those scenes in I think it was Ireland where they filmed the where Skywalker was something yeah. like that is that right yeah just like so beautiful and they really just took the time right to, I don't know yeah yeah that whole that whole last movie uh, Last Jedi was like a giant chase scene that kind of led up to um, you know that that battle on the salt planet so yeah. then the rebellion just kind of like shoots off into space and lands on a forest planet and chills. Are we to presume? I I hope not because that would mean that within that flight, they all became best friends. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there must be at least a year between those two movies where yeah. everyone's character is built up. Disney is both uh, fixing and destroying Star Wars at the same time right now. So, like, all I could think of when we were watching the movie last night was at the end of the movie where that old lady comes up to her and goes, who who are you? Like, first of all, what the fuck? Why would 
yeah. for, where where is this old lady coming from and why would she like say who are you to someone and then furthermore why would she say ray who like no one talks like that i know this is a galaxy <laughs> yeah. far far away but okay no one talks like that and then ray waits like a minute and a half because she's looking at force ghosts and i all i could picture was when ray goes ray skywalker it cuts to a shot of the old lady like a mile away because she just <laughs> was like okay this fucking weirdo's looking off to the distance i'm just gonna great. leave <laughs> did she forget that we were having a conversation i don't like, you ignore me i'm ray skywalker <laughs> what I, yeah. yeah i don't care anymore I'm sorry, we were <laughs> i gotta get my camel you're still back. talking she that lady seemed like that like neighbor that you know you're the trying nosy to see neighbor yeah yeah always trying to duck it'd have been funny if like in the background uh luke's aunt and uncle are still just smoldering in the background <laughs> they never cleaned it up their their skeletons are just yeah, man. Oh, man. what a what a wild ride this movie was though most yeah. definitely I mean, for all the for all the shit we talk about it, I still like it, and I'll watch it again. Yeah, and I still love Star Wars, and I'll watch all of them anytime. Dude, same here. I fucking loved Babu Frick. Oh yeah, he was the best character in the whole movie. It's a good one. I want to see a spinoff of that guy. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. I just I want to <laughs> see him like on his home planet doing stand up. Right. Yeah, I, like let's like, let's just go fucking all out with star wars let's have right? i want star that. wars yes, to have different genre genres i want a comedy star wars i want to oh see like a, i want to see like disney a, plus a, just has like a stand-up section yeah now. like sta- star yeah. wars stand-up i want to see like a hallmark style star wars movie yeah. like a christmas hallmark <laughs> star wars movie I'm about that. I'd like to see the Babu Frick, uh, like West Coast Choppers type of show where he's just like <laughs> tricking out droids and stuff. <laughs> Pimp your droid. Or what do you call Pimp He's Pimera? getting yeah, into Pimp- fights with his dad. Yeah, he's like, bah, bah, he's getting into fights with like the customers. Like, bah, 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 bah. It's like, I wanted metallic. <laughs> oh my God. It's uh, so good. Man. Yeah. Such a such a good movie, such a good bad movie. Such a movie. Mm-hmm. Highly highly recommend this movie on acid, not at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, or at the movie theater. I mean, in IMAX, nah, man, we had that a great time. I joke. Amazing. It was so. I don't take. I like you said, Jaybird. I wouldn't. Don't take. Don't regret it at all. It was would not change it for. Would not. Would not change that. Experience. It was such a great night, dude. We went. We went to a uh, Wara Wara. Before. I would have ordered less at Wara Wara. Yeah, we sure. yeah we got. I ate nothing at Wara Wara. Dude, we had such the most awkward interaction with the, uh, the server. Server, yeah. He was like, he was yeah. I don't even remember how what how it went down, but it was I, just so awkward. I think like I I want, made a joke at one point. He did not. Right. He did not get. I don't remember specifics, I, but I remember it was very awkward. Like yeah. right, we were trying to act normal. I think, and <laughs> yeah. I was, and I was like, "I'll have a green tea." He's like, "You don't want any food?" I'm like, "No, just the green tea." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you that. came. And you you he... made reservations at Warwar to get tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this yeah. is. I'm good. Yeah, I, I need a table when I drink my tea. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna pick it whatever they get. <laughs> I think you said that. Like you, 
Legit yeah. said that. To- um, I tried to pick it whatever they got and pee out the acid as much as possible during War War. <laughs> and you, just for any listeners wondering, uh, if you or if you're on acid and you feel like enough. you're a little too high, you you can't pee out the acid. It doesn't doesn't work. It's not like alcohol. <laughs> this is the first I hear of this trying to pee out the acid. I would just I was just it's just wishful thinking. I knew it wasn't gonna work. <laughs> oh man. Um, Justin, what was your favorite scene yeah. from from this movie? Um, man, Delorean. I'll, I have a I have a least favorite scene uh, that comes to mind when I think of my favorite scene. I I think my favorite scene is the the Babu Frick scene, mm. uh, where they're you know trying to figure out how to reset C three PO, and then. Scene. He's like, right, right before they do it, he's like, wait, I have another idea. <laughs> and then he zaps him. Hey, that, that scene got a reaction from me. Yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, so that's my favorite scene. But my least favorite scene is when uh, Ray is holding up the dagger and it like oh matches the damage on the, right. the Death Star. And she pulls out the thing and it's like she pulls out an arrow. That points to that where she needs so to go. That was so fucking stupid. That was something that I expect from a 90s Batman movie. Right? Oh, my God, yeah. That would have been really cool like, in a Batman movie. How did that make it into the movie? That was an integral part of this movie. I have a question about this Star Wars movie. So what is the gold medallion that um, Leia, that is given to Chewie that was Leia's? What is that? Oh, uh, that's fan service. So at the end of A New Hope, uh, after they blow up the Death Star, um, Han, Luke, Chewie are all up Mm -hmm. there, and Princess Leia gives Luke a medal, she gives Solo a medal, and then Chewie gets nothing, even though he was the co-pilot. The reason, the actual reason, is because they didn't have a budget to build three of those, three of those props. Uh, wow. So yeah, they are they they just needed to. My my question is, did Maz Kanata like rip that off of Leia's corpse? Oh, good God. question. Was she she just like it? pulled. She was like, "All right, rest in peace, Leia," and just pulled the necklace <laughs> off. Thank you. Why was she wearing it when she died? I mean, I assume she had it. Oh, right. Why the fuck would Maz have it? She... Right. I don't know. True. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't. Yeah, where would where would Maz get it? Maybe there's like, like there's like an extended scene where Maz explains like this is an authentic replica of the ones that your friends got. <laughs> and here's the certificate of authenticity. Um it says Disney on the back because now they own us, so <laughs> one of twenty. <laughs> yeah. He's like limited. Oh, there's twenty. Oh, man. Yes, that. Def- oh wait, so that sounds like super duper fan service. Absolutely. Damn, it never registered that it was Leia's given to Chewie. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, it wasn't. That's the first thing I thought, though. No, I mean, it makes total sense. Like, why would they? Why would they wait till after Leia died to give it to him? So that was wait. So she, Leia, she was wearing it. <laughs> but Leia had it. So that was technically Han's medallion. Is that right? Yeah, either that or there was enough to have to give all of them and she was like nah, i want one of these it's like you know I'm, we actually oh, had man, one we that just, is so we just didn't give so it to strange. you <laughs> we just didn't give it to you Damn. because of uh you oh. know, 
we had to fix it because it originally said Ralph Chewbacca on the back of it. Ralph (laughs) Chewbacca. Holy shit, that's a callback. Callback. (laughs) I got you guys. Uh, Love it. Um, Man, what what a movie, huh? Love it. I think I'm gonna. It's gonna be one of my favorite Star Wars movies of all time, for reasons that have nothing to do with the Star Wars universe. Absolutely. Friendship is the reason I love this movie. Yeah, the story. The story behind the scenes for us. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I'd never seen the Star Wars movie on opening night before, so that was fun. No, I think I've only seen Star Wars on opening night. That's awesome. Really? Because your your uh, your Darth Maul makeup was just like spot on. Looks like you've been doing it every 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 year. Well, yes. That, I mean, I figured I'd dress for the occasion. Are you talking about me? My my Darth Maul outfit or Paul's? Paul's Paul's looked good, but Paul's did not look as good. Yeah, his makeup looked like finger paint. Yours was like the <laughs> yeah. I've had <laughs> the I lines have, were perfect. I have stencils that I've made myself actually. <laughs> just molded to your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was a weird moment when Paul and I, when we, when Paul and I saw each other that night, we were <laughs> kind of surprised that we both went out in full Darth Maul uh, cosplay. So that was yeah. The whole time you you thought the waiter was uh, being weird because you ordered green tea, but it was because you were dressed as Darth Maul. <laughs> that might be it. And I was trying to ask it for a straw for my green tea to not mess up my makeup. Yeah. So I was right. being a little diva too. Um. Are you guys going to comment on my bikini Leia outfit that I wore? Or am I going to have to bring it up? I still think about it. We'll let the pictures do the talking on Instagram. It was really good. Man, Paul. I was impressed with your uh, hair, honestly. I was impressed that you you. hired someone that looked exactly like Jabba to hold you with like a chain the whole night. Yeah. Did you have to buy him a ticket? That was a real person, yeah. (laughs) That was was my buddy Rod. (laughs) Oh man. Thanks for um thanks for having us at the uh, premiere yeah, man. and going through the process of of staying up at till midnight to buy the tickets and Hey, anytime. All that stuff. Yeah, anytime except not really because now movie theaters are closed, but it's next true. time. Right. Next Eventually. the next time the next Star Wars comes out um because they say they're done, but they're not. But they they're, they're never done. Any last thoughts about this movie? I love it. Watch it. Yeah, seriously, if you haven't. I hope we didn't spoil anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, just in case anybody skipped to the end, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert for this episode. When you go back, we totally spoil yeah, uh, this Star Wars movie and a few other ones. Sorry. Yeah. This one definitely had a sponsor. We need you to listen to that ad. Yeah. Uh, Figure that out. I would say definitely uh just going to the movies in general i I would i like going to the movie with movies with y'all uh oh yeah likewise so i'm it's a bummer that covid happened after uh we saw 1917 after as our last uh new movie gang but yeah in the future that's a great great one thanks thanks for coming on paul thanks for coming on paul thanks for inviting us to the star wars rise of skywalker yeah this whole this whole thing would not have happened without would not have happened those extra exactly. tickets purchased yeah. you know you always got to buy more than you need never you never, you know, never know. know you're going to find new friends Th- seriously 
I think that's the good mo- a there good motto go. with tickets, you know? Yeah. Certainly. Buy more than you need sometimes. Thanks for coming on. This was this was great. Hey, thanks for having me. Really had a good really had a good time. Mike, are we are we listening to this this new new track yet? Yeah. Will our, will our intro music be your 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 original? Yeah. Totally. Oh fuck yeah. Real. Cool. You just uh, heard you just heard that. Yeah, new new Sitting Ducks podcast music coming next episode. Oh, next episode? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought it was oh, I thought it was on, I thought we were talking over it and it was the outro. Oh, yeah, it's happening right now. This right, this is the it. next episode. <laughs> <laughs> We've time traveled. Holy shit. shit. All right, good stuff. Cool. 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 That was great. All right.